Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the LFC Podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, the lovely Miss Tomiko the Temptress Tajima. Tomiko, it's a pleasure as always. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Michael, uh, for having me on again. Oh, always. It's always a pleasure and a privilege having you on. You're doing a lot of great things. So is LFC, which we will get into. So I just want to say this first and foremost, LFC 30 Born to be Wild, which you guys can check out right now on LaundryFC.com. If you are a VIP member, probably one of the best shows in LFC history. We've been to so many places from Vegas to Slovakia, but now we officially could say we could check Sturgis, South Dakota off the list for, um, you know, the Sturgis rally for LFC 30 Born to be Wild. First and foremost, to start off for you. How was it like performing in Sturgis? Such a big event, a big atmosphere, the camaraderie, just the overall fun experience for Sturgis. How was that for you? I absolutely loved it. I had such a blast, and it was so nice to be in front of a a huge crowd like that. <laughs> it was great. Pulling also, up in the motorcycle, that was amazing. <laughs> I was about to say, and I think what was great about that really made the uh, the event awesome is besides the fact that, you know, you're coming out on the motorcycle, which is what really represents Sturgis. I mean, if you look at the history of Sturgis, we've seen wrestling events there before with WCW back in the 90s and, of course, music events. But this is the first time that Sturgis could see what absolute extravagance, the pageantry, the whole nine that really goes into LFC. And the bike thing did help a lot because it's like y'all were looking great, y'all were looking beautiful. But the element just coming out on the bike and revving it up really made the overall pageantry of the entrances as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it really added a whole whole different element. And I look at it, too, like this, because I think what's also great about Sturgis and the event as a whole, you guys got food and everything named after you guys. I mean, we had the Temptress Footlong Corn Dogs. We had the Bella Cakes, the Jenny Bloody Margarita, the Gilly Cheesesteak, to name a few. How was that to have a food named after you? I loved it. I took a picture next to it, of course, you know, because uh, I wanted to see what they named me. And I thought Footlong was appropriate <laughs> to go with a Tempest. <laughs> what happens when you look at me? You get a Footlong. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay. Also, I mean, perfect example before, as I keep my composure from that laughter there. It's one of the things where it does kind of fit the element because it also exudes and accentuates, you know, the beautiness, the hotness, if you will. And besides, who can go wrong with a corn dog, right? Exactly. And corn I also dogs think are delicious. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but I also look at it too, like for that aspect, because if you've seen with past LFC events, like again, great to do the international stuff in Vegas, hotbeds, if you will. But man, we get to have you guys named after food, tacos, cheesesteaks, nachos, hot dogs, uh, the burgers, the whole nine. So, I mean, that's cool for the ladies as well, because it just shows like, you know, hey, we are here. It's LFC. It's born to be wild. It's Sturgis. Which, I mean, if you look at the news, a lot of people are talking about, you know, obviously with what's been going on with this pandemic and the coronavirus, you know, Sturgis has been a hotbed for a little bit, you know, with the coronavirus and stuff. But I think everybody took safety and precaution. I think everything came out well with the overall presentation, you know? Yeah, and actually it was like there was no pandemic, to be honest with you, when I was over there. <laughs> it was crazy. It was like it was a much more loose state. But you know what? Nothing happened with me. Nothing happened with the person I was rooming with. You know, um, we were fine. Uh, we were in the outdoor situation, and 
we were totally fine and we just went back to the hotel. So uh, it just makes me question this whole pandemic, you know, um, what's going on right now. Oh, I totally understand. And I mean, I look at it like this. I mean, of course, you know, with masks and everything, we have to take our safety precautions. But yeah, I think it's great just to see everybody as a whole, because again, the outdoor setting, and everybody was safe and everybody did what they had to do. So I think from that aspect as well, I think the whole presentation of it was great. I just had on uh, my Richards, who was one of the ring girls for that and Angel Bo came back for her second LFC events. I think everything all in all came out great. And we'll talk about you know, who we had on the show as well. But for you, Miss Tomiko, the Temptress Trajima, this was your second bout with Jenny Bloody Valentine, which we saw what happened at LFC 27, Sexy, Nerdy, Inked, and Curvy. And not to give too much away, you got a little bit of a revenge, so to speak, before that bell rang. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> it was my opportunity. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. I took I took my in. I, I saw an opportunity, and I thought, you know what? I can do this this little move here before the ringing of the bell and probably not get in trouble. So I, I took that chance. Well, I got to say, with everything that went down at LFC 27 and, and the uh, cheap shot, if you will, from Jenny Bloody Valentine, and we'll talk some good stuff about Jen in a second here, but yo, you had to get a little bit of measure of revenge on her, and I got to say, this second bout really lived up to the hype between you two. I've always said you two have some great chemistry, but god dang, I think a lot of people, when they watch this, they're going to see a hell of a bout between you two, and of course, you're rapping America, you got the whole patrioticness about you with that attire, which I loved. Oh, yeah, I did that totally on purpose because it is Sturgis and it's all about, you know, the USA. And I even wore leather um, over it, you know, and then took it off. So I thought that I represented Sturgis 110 percent. And I think that's why I feel the crowd was behind me. Of course. And I also look at it like this, man, because, I mean, I've seen some of your costumes. You got that Wonder Woman vibe about you. So I think you took that Wonder Woman-ness, if you will. Yes, I'm making up terms there. But, hey, you took it with you going into Sturgis, and it it really did help as far as the crowd goes and the overall fight aspect. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. People always see me as Wonder Woman. It's funny, no matter what I'm wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's great comparison, too, because if you look at the beauty that is Linda Carter, I mean, from where she was as Wonder Woman, again, I was that kid that remembered her from as the principal for Sky High, for those that remember that film, Kurt Russell, Kelly Preston, and Michael Angarano, the Disney movie. Like, she was the principal, and she still looks good after all these years, you know? So she's killing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. She ages beautifully. She's, like, amazing looking. And that's the thing, too, because, I mean, we've talked about this with your age and everything, but you have also been killing it as well, Miss Fitness and the whole nine there as well, because you, again, I've always admired this about you always take good care of yourself and you look good each and every fight. And then this one in particular. So I got to give you much respect as well, ma'am. Oh, well, thank you. I think a lot of people took notice, (laughs) including the girls from the LFC. They were like, holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you weren't eating donuts during the pandemic i'm like heck no i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> well that was going to be my follow-up tomiko with everything that's going on in the world today how's life been with you through this pandemic and the quarantine because obviously we can see you've been working out i saw you in your green bay packers attire you're always switching up that attire i told you last time you got that retro 80s olivia newton john type feel ready to get physical in the gym so how's the gym life been for you it's been great because um, I have avoided going to the big gym that I have a membership at. And I joined this little um, neighborhood gym. You just scan your card and go in and there's hardly anybody in there. So and they have plenty of equipment so I can still get it done. So 
I've been going there and I've been going early in the morning. So you're talking maybe four or five people at the most in there. I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say, because I was talking to my people back in New York asking what's the capacity. And they're like, yeah, we've only had like 10, maybe 15 people, but four or five people, that's not bad. And besides, it's nice and quiet. You get to relax and enjoy your workout. Yeah, I don't have to wait on machines. I don't have anybody. I mean, it's it's so easy. It's been easy for me to keep up my fitness. It's just this last uh, week, being away from my sister-in-law's uh, fitness competition. They had an awesome gym at this hotel, by the way. So I did get in two workouts out of the time I was there. But day I was leaving, um, the next day then I had all these jobs because I booked a bunch of work while I was there. Um, I didn't have any chance to to work out, so I missed out a little bit. And then coming back, being jet lagged, so I'm a little out of my thing. Like Friday, I couldn't get it in, so I'm going to be back on square one on Monday, ready to go and hit the gym again. So I only got in like two, so I feel kind of like sluggish right now. Well, I look at it like this. You're always on the grind. You're traveling. You're doing a lot of great work. So, you know, it comes with the territory, Ms. Tomiko. You're in demand. You are in demand. It's been it's been crazy. I, I feel like my following um, I've always had a following for the other stuff that I do, but I I feel like the uh, the LFC following is starting to grow. Seem to be getting more people contacting me about the fights and this and that. So that's been really great. I look at it like this because you so eloquently put it there. I mean, it's like, yo, like I've seen the stuff that you've done with Sessions and we've touched upon it on this show. Like you do a lot of great work on that aspect, but a lot of people get to see you in this light. And also what's great about LFC, and this is also represents the whole entire product. For those that are new to it and are unfamiliar with it, they get to see people like yourself, Jenny, and everybody who was on this card really do their thing and give you a nice little introduction of what we're about. And I think that's bringing in a lot of people that have had the curiosity factor and also kind of, I guess, want an alternative if you will so we get a nice little spin on mma pro wrestling the whole nine so we get a little uniqueness with it oh yeah for sure and you know yeah everybody um has a different um a different strong strength point uh that they can offer and whatever it's martial arts or the mma or, or the pro wrestling um, everybody has different flavors of what they bring to the ring so that's what's so awesome about lfc Agreed. And I'm waiting for some more promos between you and Jen because, you know, we got to have like a third one with this man. Because after what I saw at LFC 30, y'all need to do a third one. And I think that's something a lot of the LFC fans want to see as well. So, and also the fact that, I mean, we've touched upon Raul Ramirez on this show, but I mean, I talked about this with Susie and you and Jen. I mean, he had a little bit of part help training you ladies. So I guess Raul, you got to give Raul a lot of credit as well because he really is probably, I'm going to say, one of the best technicians when it comes to, you know, the catch as catch can style with what he does so i mean y'all got a great teacher and get someone you know to get with training and learning from you know oh yeah i really loved uh love working with him he's a uh, very uh very easy to um uh, to listen to as far as, and i i feel like i i gained a lot um from him helping me with my training um i thought this was our best fight yet you know uh and not just with me and jenny but like just in general it was my best fight yet that i've had in well, terms of doing different moves and, you know, and I did it with an injured knee, too. <laughs> a really badly injured knee. That's what I wanted to talk to you about because, God dang, again, the toughness. And we'll talk to some more toughness about this show, but injured knee and all, you still killed it? Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you, your mind is stronger than, you know, whatever your mind says you can do, it, it's powerful. And even though I was hurting big time, 
um, I just taped it up and then, you know, I knew it was going to be way worse at the end of the fight. I just knew it. And, um, cause I injured it training for this fight and it was blown up pretty bad. The swelling had gone down, but then I knew after this thing, I know it's going to look bad. So that's why I took a picture of it. And just so I would have it on record to show it to, if I have to go to the doctors, if I broke something, cause it was really swollen. Okay. In case you didn't notice. <laughs> Oh, I, I noticed that I think people will notice it as well. Check out the social media for Tomiko as well. I saw the photo and I'm like, Jesus. And I, I know everybody that, did. <laughs> and I meant that, I mean that in the nice possible way, but I'm just like, because I'm also comparing it to like, this woman's fighting and her poor knee. And I'm like, here's the thing with you. Like with LFC 29, we always go back to Jesse Otero Santos and that toss. Then he got an injured knee. It's like, my God, woman, the circumstances, oh. the predicaments. And I didn't even show you what I got injured when I got thrown out of the uh, the ring with Jesse. My right, the back of my right arm, you know, where the tricep was, was completely blown. It was swelling up as I was driving home. It was, it was bad. And that thing took probably a good two and a half, three months to heal. It had a huge bruise there. It was swollen. Yeah, it was crazy. I thought I had like torn something. I thought um, I ripped something there. But then my trainer had told me, no, it would have it would have rolled up if something was ripped. So you're fine. It's just a really deep bruise. And I'm like, thank goodness. But yeah, I keep coming out of these things with injuries. I look at it like this. I hear you, Tommy. But I also look at it like this. Look at your stance. Look at how you go into it. I mean, I'm looking at you. I'm just like, well, here we go again. Because, and I look at, I mean, then most in the respectful way, because when you're going against people like Sybil Starr, Jesse El Toro Santos, Jenny, uh, Shelly Aphrodite De Silva, like, you, it, it's it's war. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're a war machine up in there, you know? Oh, you want to hear the irony of it is the only one I did not have an injury from was Sybil Starr. That's the, and then that's the one I actually won, which is crazy. That's the only one I had no injury whatsoever. I even had one on my first one when, um, when the freaking, uh, black coach threw me across, I got an injury from that. It's crazy. Ah, uh, Leon, you gotta love Leon hater, yeah. but ever since then, yes, I totally get it. But yeah, no, that's the thing too. And it, okay. Now you see, you just actually brought up a great point because the one fight that you win is the one that you don't get hurt. But I also look at it like this. You've made some memorable moments. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? I'm not complaining. It's like, I'd rather go up against uh, somebody who is, if not equal, greater, a, a better fighter than me, because I feel like it always ups the ante with me. I always raise up myself to rise myself up to the, uh, the occasion. So uh, whoever I happen to be going by, I will level up to their level the best I can. I think that's better than putting me with somebody that's uh, an, a weak opponent because uh, they have to be at least equal, which was what Civil Star was, mm -hmm. up to someone that's way more advanced. I think I excel that way. That is true, and I also look at it like this, because going back to Jenny for a second, and I mean, Jenny also is very, very intense, and I think that's what makes Jenny the competitor that she is, and speaking of Miss Jennifer Thomas, she just had a birthday, so Miss Jennifer Thomas, Jenny Bloody Valentine, happy birthday to you, ma'am. Yeah, happy birthday to Jenny Bloody Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the thing, and that's why I love your guys' relationship because, god dang, y'all two are probably some of the best people. And I and I truly mean this. Y'all two are some of the best people outside of LFC. But every time you get in there together, it, it's always a joy for me because I just I love what you guys do together. And also when it comes to Jenny, like in her last fights where we've seen her go against you, and we've seen her go against uh, Vatira, and we've also get to see her do what she does. I mean, she's had a lot of memorable bouts since coming back, and she's been on a bit of a hot streaker in her own right. Yeah, she's, she, uh, you know, no doubt. She's a very good fighter. I mean, she definitely, um, I am working when I'm, when I'm uh, fighting her. It's not like it's a walk in the park or anything. Oh, absolutely. I have to be on my A game with her. Hey, man, I mean, I look at her, and we've touched upon this when I had her on the show. I mean, the neck fetish, man. She just likes to choke people out, and it's frightening, yes. but it's also very fun at the same time. It's really fun to watch. Yeah, she tries to get her arm around my neck. You know, I see, you know, I try to block her on that. Um, I did get a piece of her hair as a trophy. That was pretty amazing. Hey, sometimes <laughs> you got to pull some air. Sometimes you got to pull some air and, and stuff happens. But yes. But I got to rise out of the crowd. It was really funny. I kind of showboated a little bit with it. <laughs> <laughs> Might have even done like a little bit of a dancing walk, you know? <laughs> Hey, man, your mean mug and shoulder shutting and you're strutting your stuff there. I mean, I'll be honest with you. that It's like a badge of honor. That's what it is. It's a badge of honor ripping out that air. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I I, I saw it and I was like, oh, there it is. Look, I got a piece of hair. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show it to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, I have to go back to your sister for a second because you also made another great point. Your sister-in-law, man, the Nationals, you just posted up on your Instagram page. She looks fabulous. She does. Oh, my God. Did you see my little um, my, my little yeah, photobomb? Photobomb, yeah, big time photobomb uh, flying across the behind her. <laughs> Heck, I could have even been injured doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, luckily. But, yeah, that was a really fun action shot right there. Uh, She's posing, and I just photobombed her big time. But she looks freaking fantastic. She did so good. That's certainly her third competition, and it was at the Nationals. She qualified from the first competition that we did together to make it to go to a National. And then she did a second one where she won on that one just to see where she was at before signing up for this Nationals one. That's what's insane. It was supposed to be in July. It got moved to October. They were going to be in Pittsburgh. And then they moved it last minute on us over to Orlando. So we had to change our flight, hotel, and everything and go to Orlando. So that was a pretty penny to, to change that, you know, being that tight. Uh, but the hotel was amazing. It was beautiful, big hotel, really amazing, nice, super nice, fancy hotel. Uh, it was very fun being over there and um, ended up getting some work while I was there, too. Left it all about her on Tuesday because that was her competition day. And then um, just worked like crazy when I when it wasn't Tuesday, you know, worked a ton on Monday, worked a little bit on Wednesday. My trainer or one of my trainers, because I have two, he was competing. He almost got his pro card, but he placed in both competitions he was in. And then um, I even had a job the day we were flying out in the morning. You know, I was just trying to make the most of it. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm so fried. <laughs> 
Well, no, I could, I, again, I going back to that, I appreciate the grind and I think the grind never stops, you know, never sleeps, if you will. But I also look at it like this with your sister-in-law, like besides the fact that, I mean, I've always said about your conditioning and, but her conditioning, I think it just, it takes a lot going into this. And this is why I've always respected like bodybuilding competitions and the overall fitness aspect, because there's a lot that goes into it from the mental standpoint, the physical standpoint, it's really a whole mind, body and soul experience. And I think she really exuded that. Yeah, she had a coach. She had a new coach that she used that was a little bit different from her other coach. And she was going in two times a day and working. You know, she's a dental hygienist and working and going back in the evening when she's tired. She gets up super early. Uh, She gets up at like three o'clock in the morning, 3.30 to get her first workout in. Um, And then her whole meal prep thing, which my, my brother is an awesome supporter. He made up he made all her food for traveling um to florida for her to have packed in the bag with the um with some eye you know we had like the dry ice in there to keep it cold and then we had a fridge in the room but he did all the helped her with the majority of her meal prep so all she would have to do is just grab grab the bags of food or the containers to take with her to uh, her work but she was doing a.m and then in the evening after working all day and then posing practice then you're going to the tanning place to get a base tan. Um, you're you're also, you know, you're practicing on your own, and then you go into a coach to practice for your posing. Um, and then, you know, mentally setting yourself up, um, the diet, you know, um, she did, I couldn't even believe my, I commend her seven days a week. So I was like, wow, that was such commitment. And having a coach makes a huge difference you know, she even bought a new competition suit for this thing. And, uh, and she, you know, of course, you pay for a hair and makeup person, you know, to do that. Um, your nails have to be a certain color. She had a mask in case she had to wear a mask on stage that kind of matched her outfit. I mean, it was all at, all in 150%. You know, she was, you know, so she, she rocked it and she was disappointed she didn't take the first place. But I said, girl... This is your freaking third competition. You know how many people even try to win their competition to even make it to nationals? And then you make it to nationals and you place third place. That's insane, you know, out of all those people, because everybody's on point. You know, everybody looks good at this competition. So that, I mean, I told her, you should freaking feel proud of yourself, girl. (laughs) So I was kind of bringing her up because she was a little bit down about it. You know, I I don't even yeah, in that, in that situation, you can't feel bad about it because I'm like, you're third place. Like you mentioned, this is your third competition. And I'm like, you made it this far. I mean, it's not something to like, you know, I mean, you might be down that you lost, but still, it's one of the things where this is a bringing up moment. You know what I'm saying? Just showcase the hard yeah. work you put in. There's people that go to nationals and they don't even place. And there was a girl that was there that, you know, when they tell you to switch places and you move in more towards the center, then you know you're in there. And that's what happened with her on stage. And it's like, this girl that you were talking to that got moved into, you know, to a way lower position, she's been there four or five times trying to even place. She hasn't even placed at nationals. I'm like, I, I told her, you're like a freaking unicorn girl, you know, and um, I told her I'm going to wait till I'm 55 after my 55th birthday. Um, so I'll have another year or so to build up muscle before I compete again, because I want to, I want to compete with the older people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to see how I do. But I want to give myself a chance to uh, to develop my muscles more and, and really go in strong and be able to put that kind of commitment in. Because I know this next year, I'm not going to be able to do the two times a day, seven days a week with the travel and everything. It's just, it's going to be impossible. 
So uh, I want to be completely focused. So I'm going to work on building my muscle and getting myself in that kind of shape because she she just looks freaking phenomenal. I'm so proud of her. As am I for you and her. And I also look at it like this, as you're talking about competing with the uh, with the older ones as well. I mean, for you, I don't think that's going to be a problem once you get to 55. So I look forward to seeing how that treats you over the next coming years, man. Oh, yeah, I will definitely because I don't think I'm going to compete this next year. I have a uh, way too much on my plate already. I've got a trip to Ireland in August. We've got uh, fetish con convention in August as well. I've got my brother and I call her my sister-in-law already, but their wedding's actually in January. Oh, wow. So I got that to do. I'm planning her um, her bridal slash bachelorette party in December. I already got the dates on that. Um, I've got to do the rehearsal dinner. I'm going to handle that in January. A possible work trip to Cancun in May. It's already, oh, and then I'm going to freaking Jamaica in March. So I got, like, there's just too much stuff going on next year for me to focus in on doing any competitions. Because we were like, when are you going to do your next one? I go, it's not going to be next year. Like I originally thought, because there's just too many, um, too many trips that, you know, it's just too difficult. Even though I can work out on my trips, I can't work out the way I work out here and eat the way I eat here. You know, it's, it's difficult. You go from Jamaica and Ireland. Jesus, you're like a world traveler up in here, Tommy. Go Jamaica, Ireland, where's next? I know. Ireland was just, I'm going to go watch her son play football over there. Uh, he plays for uh, one of the college football teams, and uh, they're going to be there in 2021. So uh, one of his friends, this, this girl, um, she got on the student hub, and it was, a, it was too much of a good deal to go to freaking Ireland on a round. It was so cheap. I can't even believe it that I had to jump in on that wagon with her. It's like a five day, four night thing. But I'm like, I'm there. Cause I've been to Ireland before and uh, I was there for work this time. I'm going there and I'll just be going there for fun. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I look forward to seeing what you do as far as Ireland, Jamaica, what have you in your travels, Tomiko, because you're going to keep doing it up. And speaking of doing it up, I also look at it from the LFC standpoint, because you were talking about your toughness with your knee and everything that comes into being an LFC fighter. Speaking of one LFC fighter in particular, Bella Ankutur. Well, he freaking, <laughs> what the heck? It's like that girl just had freaking a C-section done, just had baby. And it's like she's out there fighting, like, what, three weeks later or something? Yes. I was like, girl, you are freaking insane. I told her, I like, you're like a freaking rock star. I don't think I could have done that. That's what I was going to yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's fighting the great Lauren the Animal Fogel, and I'm just like, you just had a kid night not too long ago, and here you are. I mean, you're kicking ass and taking names. I was going to say, with your reaction, what was all the girls' reactions to seeing Bella, who just had a kid, just bada boom, she's right back in there. All of us were like, holy crap, is she crazy? <laughs> we were like, what the, you know, we all thought the same thing. And she looked fantastic, too, for just having a baby. I was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, that's insane. Yeah, we were all, like, thinking, well, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty, people think I'm a badass. That's, like, badass times 1,000. <laughs> exactly. That's, like, badass to the friggin' second power right there is what that yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, freaking, I, I couldn't do it. Honestly, I don't think I could do it. 
But I think that just shows her determination and her grit and her drive just to get back to compete for Sturgis. And also, when you have someone like Lauren the Animal Fogel, who's been killing it as well, it made for a great matchup. And I'm going to say this between uh, between you and I and just everybody that listens as well. Look at the camaraderie and the sportsmanship during the bout. That's all I'll say, because there was a lot of sportsmanship afterwards. So I, I like that, and I really thought those two killed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think everybody was, uh, there was all kinds of little elements that went in um, on all the different bouts. Um, it was overall, I thought it was a really, really, really good. And getting six fights in was amazing, too. Mm-hmm. I also, I will say this, Jolene, the Valkyrie Hex, had a very bootylicious finish to her bout with Ali Baby Del oh. Parks. So we'll leave it at that. I just laugh because I can't even believe that that is how she... She made her tap out on that, and I just crack up. I go, girl, what is it with that move? What is it with that move that you do? We were rooming together, so I was like, I had, you know, um, a lot of interaction with her, but I'm, like, trying to get her secrets. I was like, how can I put somebody down like that, you know? How can I get that submission? <laughs> give, me your, give me your technique. <laughs> So, as I like to call that, that was a bootylicious joke. That's what yes, that was. it was. Yeah, she should have her own signature name for that one. Yep, the bootylicious joke. And that's the thing, because it's also a nice little element to add a little pressure, so to speak, with the gluteus maximus, if you will. For yes. This, which is unique, and it's cool, and it's different. And also, I look at it like this. You have a lot of new girls that came in as well. Like Danica Della Rouche, the main event with her and Shay the Fox Mosato. That was really, really good. Not to give some spoilers away, because you had a very heavy interest in this as well. But, you know, those two really killed it in the main event. Oh, that was such a, that was probably my favorite one that I've ever seen, ever. That was an amazing main event. I mean, I was like, wow, this is pretty awesome. I think those two, because you do see a lot of elements from wrestling in there. There's a lot of slams, there's a lot of suplexes, but it's probably one of the most hard-hitting Heavy hitting many uh, main events that we've had, and I think both of those two, the chemistry that they had, for me, I look forward to seeing more of Danica. And also, we had uh, Nico Garcia against Monica Flowerbomb Garcia. Nico Garcia, the uh, La Rosa Negra on the wrestling scene, who's another one who's just so talented. So it was great to see the her and Danica De La Rouge, who has some wrestling experience in her own right, just come in there and just absolutely take charge among the ladies such as yourself and many that have really been on LFC in the past. So I think shout out to them as well because again. Great additions to the roster. Oh, for sure. Yes, I love the. I love the, especially um, the one from the Puerto Rico. Uh, she was. That's uh, pretty amazing to come from that far away, mm-hmm. and um, just killing it like that. Uh, I really liked her. She had a lot of heart, and um, I just won't even give my opinion on um, that fight because I'm not a fan of the other person at all. So. <laughs> that was she- fighting at all i don't think a lot of people are so uh yeah i'll just leave it at that fair enough fair enough my friend fair enough i also look at it like this we also had a um a newcomer as well in brooke guillotine gilly and Susie stiletto quinn who i gotta say for a hell of an opener as well from two people that we've seen that are relatively new to the lfc scene they both had a hell of a bout and also there's a little bit of bloodshed oh yeah that's crazy We were wondering, what's taking so long for us to go out there? It's taking forever, you know? We're waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm like, what is going on here? And then I saw the fight, and I'm like, oh, okay. I get it now. Hey, it's not ballet. It's not ballet. 
but yeah, that's the thing too. Also with those two, and I think Brooke Guillotine Gilly is a very nice addition. And also with Susie, I think those two are another ones that are going to be mainstays in the future. And I think really all in all with LFC, like the future is just so bright for whenever the next event occurs. And I mean, Sturgis was such a success. Like I'll be honest with you, I can't wait till we have another Sturgis event, which I believe will be next year. So it's going yeah. to be hit on all cylinders. Yeah, they invited us back. Um, so that's what I heard. And so, and they put us up in a nice hotel too, which was really great. I wasn't expecting it to be such a nice hotel. I thought it was going to be, you know, Motel 6-ish, you know, you drive up to the door kind of thing. But it's actually very nice. It took very good care of us. And uh, I think they're even going to make us more of a later show. Nice. Even bigger crowd. So um, I'm pretty excited about it. Hotel, motel, holiday inn, put you in the penthouse suite. That's what that is right there. But, yes, I think that's awesome that you guys got accommodated very well with the hotel. And I think for future LFC events, whether it's more with Sturgis, Vegas, or anything, I think a lot of fans are going to be in for a treat because there's a lot of great stuff coming for the future. A lot of new additions to the roster. I mean, we've seen prospects like Shelby Paris will be coming in very soon. We've seen a lot of people that are just from the prospect side of things. I can't wait to see what they do when they come to LFC. And, of course, future bouts with you, Jolene the Valkyrie Hex, Jesse El Toro Santos, whoever it may be, I think we have a lot of good stuff coming for LFC. And I'm just going to say this right now. I'm so happy to see you each and every time on these events because you do a lot of show stealing stuff and you kill it, Tomiko. Oh, well, I appreciate it. I, I'm amazed that I've been doing each show since I started, since I was the replacement person. <laughs> I've been on every show ever since, which has been like uh, unbelievable. I haven't missed a show. It's crazy, right? You have not. You have not. And I think that's what's great because I think with you and Bella Inc. around the same time coming in, you're probably two like of the biggest fan favorites just because of just, you know, just your overall exuberance and how you work the crowd. And this goes to every lady as well. But yeah, ever since you two came in at the same event, y'all have been up in the higher echelon, man, of just like bouts and everything. So it's really been a great focus on you two. It's been, yeah, I, I, I can't believe it. It's actually, I didn't even know. Um, I think um, someone actually mentioned that I was a, a becoming a fan favorite. And I'm like, really? Even if I'm losing? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How is it possible? I guess it's because I fight with a lot of heart. And they like to see that. I don't know. No, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, even in defeat, you still look good. And I've told you this. I look at it like this. I mean, the, the win-loss record may not be the best, but, I mean, they're talking about your fight, and that's the main thing. You're evoking and generating emotions. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that that's always good. And I guess they say that I've heard that, uh, I mean, even in the interviewer I had the last time wrote in the um, that it, even with don't let the, the – um, the record showing me with all the losses be any indication of what kind of fighter I am. So, I mean, I've been hearing that a lot, which makes me feel really good. Makes me feel better about the losses. Well, I'm just going to say something else. If you want to put it into perspective, it's kind of memorable in defeat, if you will. There's a new term, memorable in defeat. So, I mean, it helps. No, it helps, but I I also look at it like this. I mean, we got to get another round three with you and Jenny. And personally, I can't wait to see who you go against next. I'm really looking forward to seeing who you go against next. Same with everybody. I mean, I think it's one of those things where, and I've said this many times, it doesn't matter what bout it is because each and every bout is like a spectacle and a special in its own right. So I think a lot of people are going to really enjoy what comes next. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see who they're going to put me up against next, too. Do you have anyone in mind who you haven't faced yet that you that you definitely want to face in the future? Well, since I wouldn't mind going up against Bella because she is black team, correct? Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm pink team, she's black team. I wouldn't mind going, since we are like, uh, we do, we did start at the same time, I wouldn't mind going up against her. And also the fact that, I mean, similar stuff. You know, she's pregnant and she's a badass. You're hurting your knee and your friggin' arm and you're a badass. So, and there's a lot of elements. There's a story right there that can be told. Yeah, right now it's my thumb. It's my left thumb that I injured for another wrestling thing that was a, a wrestling session that's still healing. My oh. knee's doing better. I just have a weird bump on it right now, but it it's it doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my my left thumb now is the thing that I've been working on healing. That might be a little bit of a a while before that gets completely healed. But uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see how I did against Bella because she's got uh, a different type of martial arts than me, and so uh, it'd be interesting. All right, now- more of like a boxer, you know. Yes, and the striking aspect of her with the I'll be honest with you, it's 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 the scrap mentality. It's the scrap. There there's the there's the word. It's the scrap. It's what it is. It's the boxing mentality. It's the scrap. Not afraid to throw hands. So yeah, I think it's a nice mix between the two. You're not afraid to throw hands either. I've seen you throw those hands. No, and you know what? Um I have a martial arts background in um Shotokan karate and Wing Chun Kung Fu. So I've noticed that I was blocking without even thinking about it on some of the moves that um, Jenny Bloody Valentine was trying to hit up on me. I automatically was blocking her. So I can imagine with Bella, there'd be a lot of this blocking action with her her punches being automatic things. So it might even be looking more like a martial arts fight with her. I might be pulling out a different technique with her. Well, I cannot wait to see when that happens in the future. Also, I got to ask you, session wrestling, another thing that you do very well at, what happened with the thumb? How are you feeling now with the thumb? Uh, well, it was uh, innocent. It's somebody I really love to wrestle, too, a really nice guy. And he doesn't even know because I didn't want him to feel bad. But I rolled over it, just hyperextend. And we were oh. doing something, and I rolled over, and it just it went in the wrong direction. I should have been tucking my thumb, and I wasn't, and it... I just hyperextended it in the opposite direction. So that's basically what happened. So it makes it very difficult for me to um, grab a weight in my left hand with the thumb curled in. I have to do it on the outside of it. And it's kind of on the meat of the, the hand as well. Where the, But that's slowly going away now. But it was very difficult to work out with weights with that hand. Oh. I had to be creative on what I did with you know how I was going to work out with it. Because there's just some things I couldn't do. I think that's another thing that you hit on point with. With any time that you have an injury or, you know, you're hurt, you get in different ways in your mind to kind of figure out, okay, how can I do this? So you kind of get creative with it. You do. And then, you know, with my knee, I definitely, I, I was, I couldn't, and that was one of the reasons why I ended up not doing a competition this year is because my knee, I had a good three weeks to four weeks where I couldn't train heavy with it. And, you know, you've got to train your legs in a certain way for a competition for fitness competition and I just couldn't do it. Plus you're supposed to be resting it. And, you know, I had to be smart about it because I needed to be good for the fight. And so I wasn't really working out my legs all that much prior to that fight because I couldn't even trying to practice. I couldn't even do some of the things I was practicing before because it just, um, trying to get that knee to heal as much as possible, knowing that it was going to get re-injured as soon as, you know, cause it was still injured. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to take, you have to be smart about it too. 
Of course. And I think that's the thing, too. I mean, you could be safe and spectacular with it. And you also there's another word that goes. It's like the triple S is safe, spectacular and smart. And that's the thing that really goes into it all. And I think with you, uh, that really showcases with your work in both LFC and session wrestling, respectively. And also speaking of smart, spectacular and safe and just an overall ground ship here. I got to say this to you since you did post it on the social media. Happy anniversary, ma'am. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> you were very welcome. We were like, uh, he surprised me with a car. Oh, because I got a freaking brand new car. So he surprised me with, and I was, he had flowers, like two dozen roses on one. He asked me to come and look out at something in the garage. He had to show me something. And I'm like, okay. And I walked out and he had the, the roses on one side and then the the car mat, the the leather or the uh, the rubber car mat for the cargo part of my car on the other side and that's where my eyes of course gravitated over the flowers (laughs) so i was like oh my gosh you got me a floor mat you know for my cargo area of my rav4 and i was all excited before i even looked at the roses it was hilarious but uh yeah he surprised me i wasn't expecting it and uh yeah i've been saving up for three years for a brand new car so this has been quite exciting Oh, that's awesome. And I'm going to say this right now. The way you sounded with that brand new car, I felt like I was on the prices right for a minute. A brand new car. No. Yeah, well, SUV uh, per se is a RAV4, but still uh, awesome color. And oh, my God. And it's, you know, I saved my money for it. So um, I paid it outright. So it's definitely mine. I have the title being mailed to me. I mean, I I don't mess around when it comes to I don't like to have debt. So I saved and saved and saved for this thing. And notice, so. and notice, people, how as soon as she said car, she gets excited, but she overlooks the roses on the thing, which I thought was very funny. Just go straight to the car. Yeah, but the roses were beautiful, too, after the I, fact. I was like, oh, you got me two dozen roses, and they're all these different colors, and, you know. But, yeah, because I, I, um, I wanted to get a rubber mat for the cargo, because if something spills or this and that. And, of course, I don't eat in that car or do anything, in the, and the car is like uh, this... I went from a 2001 truck, okay, that had nothing in it at all, absolutely nothing, to this computerized thing that has everything in it. I don't even know how the car, I don't even know how everything works on it. I'm still trying to figure out everything. It's just, it's got like everything in it. It's like fully loaded, full of stuff. It's insane. That's awesome. But hey, you get to enjoy yourself with your car. And also, I'm just going to say this right now, wishing you and your husband nothing but love, happiness, and continued success, my friend. Oh, thank you very much. We're, uh, yeah, the trip in March is uh, our little sandals excursion we like to do. So we're, that's the next one we're doing is this one in Jamaica that's supposed to be uh, the really fun one there. They're all fun, but this one's supposed to be the really fun one. So we'll see. Got to ask you, since you did say Jamaica, you're going to take it down to Kokomo? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, hopefully, I'm I'm really, really hoping the whole pandemic thing is... Uh, you know, done by the time we go, because uh, we do have to take a, a COVID test within the 10 days before traveling there, or you're not allowed in. So I'm really hoping that this mask wearing stuff and all that isn't going to be around that time. I'm really hoping, but we'll see. It should be interesting because this is a beach sort of situation. It's like, yes. don't want to have that kind of tan line on my face. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be wearing no mask outside, you know? I totally get it. I totally get it. I think that's what everybody is. I think we're all just waiting to, for everything to get back to normal and we can all, you know, just live and just enjoy ourselves, you know? So yeah. I hear you. I totally hear you. 
I'm actually waiting till, to see what happens after the elections is what I'm thinking. And I think a lot of people are thinking that, to be honest with you. What's going to happen after the elections? Are there all of a sudden going to be like this miraculous cure? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I, wondering. I can't I, wait to see. No, I hear you. I don't mean to cut you off, but man, we got two more weeks. We got two more weeks to see what happens. Yeah, I th I'm thinking I'm, uh, there's a lot of people that are sharing those thoughts, <laughs> like I am wondering. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, we shall see indeed. But I got to say this about you, first and foremost. A couple final things before we close this out. Tommy, go. it's always a joy. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, my friend. And I always appreciate your time. I look forward to doing this again. Oh, me too. Uh, hopefully it'll be a, a soon because there, uh, hopefully we have a fight coming up soon or something to talk about. Otherwise, we'll just be talking about... <laughs> my brother's wedding <laughs> first and foremost i enjoy talking to you regardless man so you're always welcome on stop it oh my goodness but yes hey weddings it's love it's happiness it's a beautiful thing you know what i'm saying you can, you gotta you can appreciate the precious moments man the precious moments yeah i'm i'm excited excited for my little brother finally <laughs> Finally, yes. Well, that's awesome, too. I mean, he's getting married. He's going to enjoy himself. You know, that's awesome, though, too. You know, once you find that love, if you will. Yeah, I mean, and he found himself a good one. I mean, she's like my sister. So already she's been my sister without the without the piece of paper with them. So I'm I'm just very excited for both of them. Last thing I'll say about the family, because, man, you another one hitting it on, on all cylinders, Miss Tomiko, the fact that, you know, sometimes you don't need a piece of paper. You don't have to be blood related to be sisters. So, yes, the camaraderie. Yeah, it is. I'm sisters with a lot of the, the girls from the LFC. Even I call them my sisters. Hmm. And I, I agree with you on that, because I'll be honest with you. A lot of them are my girls as well. So I look at it, too, like, you know what? It's like an extended family. So that's exactly. really what it is. Yep, exactly. Ugh. The love and everything in the air on this show, people. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Miss Tomiko, the Temptress, the Jima. This is where I step back. Please promote Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, your OnlyFans, where we can see a lot of beautiness on the OnlyFans as well. Please go ahead. The floor is yours. Okay. Well, my Twitter is Tomiko underscore one. My OnlyFans is this OnlyFans.com uh, forward slash Tomiko underscore one, which you will find some sort of weird things on there sometimes <laughs> my personality <laughs> it's not all the sexy stuff that they talk about but um you definitely get a sense for my personality on that one and it's only nine dollars and 99 cents a month so hey it's cheap so come on you got to join my only fans uh and support me on there and give me ideas of what you'd like to see on there because i'm open you know that's a fan one that's a definite fan site so you'll you'll see stuff posted on there that i don't post anywhere else so just just saying. Then uh, my Instagram is Tomiko1. And you see a theme, right, with the one, because I am number one. Two is not a <laughs> winner. Two is not a winner. Three nobody remembers. You go, Miss Tomiko. You go. Yeah, and then uh, my, my Facebook is just uh, not anything really fetishy, but you could see some LFC things on there, and that's just my name, Tomiko Perry. And um, I don't think there's anything else. You got my clip stores. You, you could just send me a message and I could tell you all the clips for clips for sale stuff I've got going. The 4Tomico site, 4Tomico.com, my clips for sale stores, um, the I want clips, um, and then even the niche clips if you want to go there. Um, you could see my Tomico Nader thing I did. Uh, which is awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got to say this when it comes to those outfits. And I think you and Jolene, the Valkyrie Hex, have some of the best stuff going on the, on those fronts, man. Because y'all, besides the fact that LFC related, I think outside of that with all the clips stuff and everything, you two have great chemistry as well. And I love the interactions between you two. Yes, and I love Jolene so much. And she's been in some of my outfits because some of the stuff she posts, she's at my house. And um, yep. she's wearing an outfit I have her wearing for, for my custom. So <laughs> First yep. of all. You want to talk about the OnlyFans people. I believe there is a video of you working out in the nude on like a treadmill or something. But there's a lot of working out videos in the nude, if I recall, because we've touched touched upon your OnlyFans in the past. Yeah, I've done those. And yeah, they, they love my legs. And I need a, I know, like I didn't put an update yesterday, uh, my bad, because I was just a, a bad day. But I, um, I need to um, put another nude one up there. So I'll probably do that this week sometime. I'm just trying to catch up so this week i'll have a little more time to to post something like that some naked goodness um and some flexing and that kind of thing i don't mean to laugh but hashtag naked goodness naked goodness hashtag naked goodness that's a good one yes <laughs> the marketing strategy naked goodness <laughs> i'll have to put that down oh my goodness today's yeah. update for tomiko's only fans Yes. Hashtag naked goodness. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> this, this, as soon as you said this, I'm like, yeah, naked goodness. All right. <laughs> all right. But yes, check out Tomiko on all forms of social media. Links will be provided in the description below. And Miss Tomiko, the Temptress Tajima, as I always do with this show and everything, do you have any final words for the people? All I have to say is I continue to be very grateful and humbled by all the people that support me and say such sweet things um, and have been following me and my fans. Um, really, honestly, if, if you weren't around, I would not have this kind of career where I can do what I absolutely love. So thank you so much for all your support and for following me and um, for the beautiful emails that you send and messages. I really appreciate it. And on that note, guys, you can check out this podcast on SoundCloud.com slash LFC, LaundryFC.com, uh, WrestlingWrestling.com, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, uh, Anchor, wherever you get your Google Play, wherever you get your in CastBox, wherever you get your audio platforms. There's a lot of them, I know. But, yeah, check it out wherever you get your audio platforms and your audio goodness for LFC, LaundryFC.com, and this podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. And on that note, Tomiko, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me on your show, Michael. <laughs> thank you, guys. We'll talk to you next episode.